This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Episode 207, What We've Learned in Four Years of Frugal Friends. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are celebrating four years of Frugal Friends with a very unique episode. Yes. We can't even believe it. Four years of yelling and singing and laughing and frugality. Yeah. And most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes and we are almost to 210. And we never done something like this before. I know some podcasts will do like an annual review or something. So we thought after four years that maybe it was time to share what we've learned about everything. Yeah. Now we kind we we finally feel settled. Like there's something to look back on in four years. Yeah. Like what we've learned about podcasting, about frugality, about each other. I think that might be interesting because we typically only talk about money and frugality. But I think there's a there's a whole other aspect to this, which is our relationship and like podcasting. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited to share this episode with everyone. And I do think as we look back, there's gonna be the highlights of our biggest frugal tip takeaways, how we've implemented frugality over the last four years, what our community has meant for us. So it's not just our reflections, although that's going to be a lot of it, but hopefully also some nuggets in here, just like every other episode. Mm -hmm. But But first, first, let's start with our sponsors. Yes. Celebrating. Humans accomplish great things. The wheel, the telephone, coffee makers, am I right? Mm -hmm. And when we accomplish something great, it's easy to get swept into the next thing without taking time to celebrate what you got here. Celebrating wants you to take some time and acknowledge your accomplishments. If you're a Frugal Friends listener, you can celebrate our accomplishment with us, which is also your accomplishment. Let's be real. On April 23rd, This is 2022, April 23rd, 2022, in St. Petersburg, Florida, at our four-year anniversary party. If you'd like to join us, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash party for more info. If you are a local St. Petian or Floridian, come to the party. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, normally we would share like some episodes that kind of tie into this episode, but there are literally none. So (laughs) we're just, and we are not covering an article today. We do not have an interview. Jill just made some, a list of some things that we have learned over the last four years. And we think that they are not just relevant to us, but that they're lessons that like everyone will eventually learn. So let's shorten your learning curve because in four years of running this podcast, it's taught us some life lessons that are super useful. And uh, so, yeah, that's mm. that's what we've got for you today. 
Yeah. And if you're just joining us, if this happens to be the very first Frugal Friends podcast episode <laughs> that you choose to listen to, well, interesting. Uh, but then this will tell you what you can expect to learn alongside of us if you go back into all of our archives and listen through all these episodes. And if you're in your car and you have been with us for the ride or you're running or whatever you're doing while you listen to this and you're kind of nodding along like, yeah, I have learned that or, oh, here's more things. We love to hear about it in the community. So definitely let us know. Speaking of community, this is one of the first bullet points that we listed out as we reflect back on these past four years. This is the biggest one probably that stands out to me as how necessary, Mm -hmm. important community is. And I don't think that I would have I know relationships are important, but I think these past four years and doing this podcast has shown me just how amazing and important community is, what the larger frugal friends community has meant for me. I mean, I have very specific things that I can point to. And then some smaller community, what it has meant for you and I, Jen, to be doing this podcast together, what Mm -hmm. I've learned from you through this time that's just invaluable. And there's there is real friendship here, but then there's also deeper levels of intentionality because we do this, because we talk about frugality on a weekly basis, if not daily basis sometimes, <laughs> and what that produces, the support, the knowing that we're not alone in this journey, the learning from one another. There's so many sub bullet points that I could say, but overarching is just deep gratitude and recognition of how important relationships, others, community, belonging is in this journey. Yeah, I I would say the same thing as a only child and somebody who's never had like a ton of friends. I over this past 4 years have realized how much better life can be in community. Like I tried to build businesses and make money like on my own and I think it was just a blessing that like those things They were okay. Like I was successful at them. But like the thing that I did with you and the thing that was focused on community, this is the thing that has been the most successful. It's changed the most lives. It's been the most life-giving to me. And so I never realized the how integral community was. I mean, I love to have fun. I love, you know, friends. And it's one of the reasons I didn't want to pay off my debt initially because I didn't want to stop being able to hang out with my friends who all wanted to to spend money. And but I didn't realize the I didn't realize how that was keeping me from fulfilling my greater life purpose. And so this past four years has just been a total eye opener to how important and how vital community is. And and you can get along without it. You'll be fine. But it it takes everything and like 10Xs it when you are in community, in intentional, healthy community. And I think to your point about the friendship piece, I think it has highlighted and underscored for me that we can have friends and be frugal and seeing even more people who are desiring that through this journey and how you and I can get together. And because we have a similar mindset, we can engage in things that we that are fun, but don't have to cost a lot of money. It doesn't have to mean that, all right, if I don't want to go out to a restaurant every day of the week, it means I have to give up friendships. And that has been amazing to be able to pair fun and friendships and frugality because alliteration. (laughs) We do love Fs. That is the letter F has also been something I have learned. So many words that start with the letter F. That's been a lesson for me. And our community is amazing. We never imagined that there would be such camaraderie and relationships and unity and fun built 
with those who listen to the podcast and have joined us in the Facebook group and have joined our Financial Freedom Mentorship our community is so amazing. I don't know how we attracted such amazing people to ourselves, but um, I mean, I'm not going to yeah. second guess it. I'm not going to push back on it. That has been so fun. It's one of the reasons that I stay on social media. I don't know, for better or worse. I really enjoy seeing the celebrations <laughs> and the questions and people giving their tips. And I've learned so much through it. So this is, again, just as much for me or for us, as it is our desire to give back mm-hmm. with this podcast. Yeah, I I definitely, I think we can't emphasize enough this community aspect of what we've learned. Yeah. And like teaching each other things too. Like you've taught me so much about, I don't know, like generosity and home design decor making things pretty. You I mean you've you've taught me I mean a lot outside of that as well, but I think we people often say like don't start businesses with your friends or the nothing no ship sinks faster than a partnership. I think that's the phrase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we <laughs> yeah, oh, I think it's funny. To, to to an extent we got really lucky, I think. Mm-hmm. We there was a I don't I think I don't think we could have planned for this because we were not great friends when we started the podcast. We were friends, but we were not close enough that we wanted to start a business together. Mm-hmm. That's not why we started this podcast. We we started it because Eric told us to <laughs> and just worked out that 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 there was a spark and we both were emotionally mature enough to be honest and transparent with each other mm-hmm. and to be, I guess, also very open to the other person's ideas. And we, it wasn't something we were banking our lives on. So it was something, the podcast is something we held with a very open hand. And I think because of that, we were open to collaboration more. And the collaboration made it 10 times better than when it would have been if we were you know, close-handed or really were relying just on what, like, I thought the show should be or what you thought the show should be. Agreed. I think we've cultivated this together. We didn't set out with a motivation, never, either one of us, to make money off of it. Once we started to see we could, it still took us some time to look at this as an income source rather than just a stream to other platforms that could be an income source. And I think having whole lives out in conjunction with this podcast has helped too, that this isn't the only thing for either one of us that we solely set our hands to or our minds to. And yeah, because of that, we can celebrate the uniquenesses of one another and of our community and see together, where is this going to go? What can we make of it? Yeah. I think if I could even back up a little bit to respond to what you've taught me, I I know we've talked about this in a lot of different episodes, but I'll highlight it again. Retirement investing. My mind would have never gone there. (laughs) I am used to not having a lot of money, certainly through this frugal journey. And in the last four years, I have seen a significant increase in our income. And I know that a portion of that has to do with the fact that we've been in community. We've talked about it. There's accountability here. There's a knowing and being known, keeping me on track. And in light of that, an ability to invest in retirement. But even if I had done well financially, if it weren't for this community, if it weren't for you, Jen, I would not have thought to put that money into a Roth IRA. I would have been like, sweet, I'm set for the next month. How amazing. And then I'll put the money in a bank account and I'll take out a huge chunk of it whenever the heck I please. And now I can't because I'm investing for my future, my future self. And and my present self, but holy I'm, smokes, that I'm is so like sorry, amazing. But also, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think it's important to note, like we didn't. I mean, for the past out of four of these years, you've only lived 
near me for for one of them, like one and a half. Mm -hmm. So most of our friendship, even the year before we started the podcast, was all virtual. And this was like pre-pandemic times. Like we were able to cultivate this through essentially kind of just like an accountability relationship online, which is, I mean, the main reason we created our membership because we're like, if we can do it, Mm. then we can provide the space for others to do it. And then maybe one day, accountability groups will all move to the same city and they'll start a commune. And, you know, we can only hope and dream for things like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a requirement, but uh, how fun would that be? Yeah. yeah, that's such right? a good point, Jen, that this podcast then, it's not fake community. We can have real meaningful relationships with people, even if we're not living local. It's great to have local people, and we should. There's something even deeper that I think has been provided by the fact that we live near one another, but we still record our podcasts in separate places because it's just what makes the most sense. Yes, so, so true. my favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when i'm like wow i can finally think clearly how was i functioning in that mess before it's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when mint mobile has phone plans for 15 dollars a month when you purchase a three-month plan if this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now then it's time to switch to mint mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for 15 dollars a month All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and makes sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now, add a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL. Well, let's move on to the second overarching theme that we've listed out here. This isn't an exhaustive list, but I would say in the last four years, something that I've noticed in frugal friendship and exploring this topic on a regular basis is getting better and more aware of boundaries and living more intentionally. I think as we've talked about our finances and how this integrates with other aspects of our lives, I have seen in myself that I think before I make a purchase, that pause has become more natural. It wasn't from the start, but as I am in community, like we talked about, and aware of where my money's going and coming from and how I want to be spending, I'm not making purchases willy-nilly. I am creating that pause, thinking about how do I want to spend this? Do I have to buy it new? Could I fix what it is that I'm trying to replace? Could I get on a buy nothing group and get what I need from there? Could I buy secondhand? Whatever the case is, like I'm not impulse spending maybe as much as I may have previously done, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I... 
I would say the intentional living portion of it. I have found that creating an intentional life is the foundation to actually doing well with money. Because for so long, it was me checking boxes. I have to pay off debt. Check. I have to save an emergency fund. Check. I have to max out my Roth IRA. Check. What can I do more? Oh, I can try to retire early. And that's, you know, whatever. Check. And it was always about what can I do next? And in my mind, it was like, oh, yeah, what can I do next so that I can live the life that I want to live so I'm not beholden to a job, yada, yada. But I didn't take the time to figure out what what do I want now? And can I have what I want later earlier? Because tomorrow isn't promised. We have to find this balance like we were you know, talking about with uh, with Keisha Blair, this balance between living like you will turn 100 because that's a, a possibility uh, in our time and also living like tomorrow isn't promised. And it is not a spectrum. It's not like we have to find balance like it's a like a seesaw, but it is it is a portfolio. It is being intentional about doing your priorities, the saving, the investing, and the living. And and it's that it's I've learned that intentionality. I did not have that when we started this podcast. But after listening to so many people and watching so many people on social media and being in the space for so long, like that has become the reason why I do what I do now is to teach people that it is the intentional living that comes before the intentional saving. And that greater level of awareness and intentionality has helped with boundaries for me and I think others with pressures, uh, whether it's the larger society or family or friends, and getting more confident with those awkward money moments. I have noticed so much more ability to highlight what I'm sure everyone is thinking, but it can feel awkward to talk about. Like For instance, I am much more confident and will dive right into, hey, how are we splitting this bill up <laughs> as friends? Or who's going to purchase this, that, or the other thing? Or this restaurant's not in my budget this week. Can we try blank instead? Being able to just say it out loud rather than waiting for something to happen. And, and I'm a little bit bitter and upset because I didn't actually speak my needs and everyone was just kind of assuming that it would go one direction. And and I, it's never been as awkward or bad as I thought it would be. Most people are like, oh yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Or totally, let's do this other thing. It, it is not a deal breaker in relationships. And a lot of times it can give greater freedom when we know what to expect from one another. That's just an example in relationships. I think I've seen better boundaries across the board, financially, emotionally, relationally, and just increased confidence in all of those areas. Yeah, definitely. I like the next one on the list. I'm really glad you included it. What is it, Jen? <laughs> uh, freedom. Freedom. And it is. <laughs> it's a word I thought that I really understood, and I viewed it as freedom from the outside world. So freedom again, from being beholden to a job, freedom from uh, having to choose one thing because I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the finances to choose the thing that I wanted. I thought that was the freedom. Like going into it, I thought I had a good grasp on what, you know, quote unquote, financial freedom was. And over the last four years of, we have read like hundreds of articles together on personal finance, I realized that there's an aspect of freedom from self, that I am the person that so often limits me and holds me back. And, you know, the easiest way to uh, say it is like a scarcity mindset, it, but it goes so much deeper than that. But I have learned that I am 
typically the bottleneck in my problems. And I have learned freedom from self, like freedom from having to do everything on my own, freedom from like what I think that I need to accomplish, freedom from acquiring more and more and more and figuring out what is enough and and having that actual enough number. So that probably like you didn't mean to go that deep, but that's now what I see when I see the word freedom is like freedom from the from the things that I impose on my own self. Oh, absolutely, Jen. I think we will never fully come to at least for me i'm i've not arrived at a full understanding of freedom but my goodness if these last 4 years haven't taught me more and more about it in my personal and professional life what it means to literally live in and out of a place of freedom. And I think I equate this word a lot to permission as well. Within my work of counseling clients, I would say this is a big part of it. Boundaries is another one. We already covered that one. But also permission. <laughs> so often we need to give ourselves permission. And I think that's what you're talking about with the self component is a lot of times the world's not going to give it to us. And if they do, okay, great. But also our own permissions of what we're allowed to do, the decisions we can make moving towards health and well-being, giving ourselves space, freedom, and permission to move towards that. And if there's any message Mm -hmm. that I hope our community has picked up on over these last four years is that, but to greater and greater degrees where I think you and I are stepping into more understanding. Of course, as it relates to frugality and specifically finances, recognizing that there's multiple methods for implementing financial wisdom. We have, as you said, read hundreds of articles, interviewed so many people. We could probably put a real number to it, but um, I'm not great at estimating. We've just interviewed so many people and a variety (laughs) of perspectives have been on this podcast. And yet for the most part, congruent with one another, that there are different methods that all point at well-being for our finances and in our lives, but various ways of getting there. There is not just one way, and what works for one person may not work for another person. We're all in different seasons of life. We all need different things. We all have different goals, and so freedom! (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I I definitely... I feel that like the permission to be in the radical middle. Like there's there are so few people giving permission to be in the radical middle. It's either you've got to pay off all your debt as fast as possible or you know, ignore your debt and well, besides credit cards, we can all agree that credit card debt uh, should be paid off quickly. But other than that, ignore your debt and just invest as much as possible. And I'm seeing so many, I guess I follow a ton of finance creators on social media, more than the average person, obviously. And I just see like these people, they talk about the same thing over and over and over. And it's like, yeah, but why? Like, I know why we talk about the same thing over and over and over because it's, we're talking about freedom and life design and permission and those are things that transcend money and and help like in every area of your life. I'm like why is this the financial goal? Why is becoming a millionaire the financial goal? Why is becoming debt free the financial goal? It's great. That's a great goal, but why? Mm-hmm. Why what's enough? What's the time frame? Why? And if your answer causes you to go down a different path than what you were told you need to, you have permission mm. to do that because mm. uh, we live in we live in the radical middle. And yeah, uh, to me, freedom is the radical middle. 
And I think that that leads so beautifully into our next big overarching theme of realizing and understanding our integrated self in more ways that continues to lead to freedom. All of these are connected. But through these last four years and engaging with our community and through friendship with you, Jen, and doing this podcast and personal life things that have been happening for me, seeing the bigger picture of the ways and the interconnectedness of our emotions and relationships and physical well-being and financial health and mental health and how they all coincide. And so I think to your point about people talking ad nauseum about this one thing of becoming a millionaire, that's that's one part, but we're not we're, we're we don't live in a vacuum where we're different parts of ourselves are not siloed out. They all impact one another. And I think this message of frugality and this journey that we're on is about not just finances, but frugality, which touches every part of us. It touches our emotions, it touches our relationships, it does touch our finances, our physical well-being. And so realizing that all aspects of our personhood can bear positively on our finances too when we're paying attention to all parts of who we are. And it's also what allows us in this conversation to look at minimalism, sustainability, eco-friendly. There's so much that we can talk about in this frugal living space because we're interconnected, we're integrated, we're not just finances. Frugality is so much more than that. Yeah, it definitely comes down to how you view money and frugality. And for us, it is a means to an end. We don't want to become like financially stable or achieve financial freedom just for the sake of having money in the bank or money in a brokerage account. That gets to this level of safety and physiological needs met. And those are important. Like we've been talking a lot about the like Maslow's hierarchy of needs in um, the financial freedom mentorship. And yes, those are the foundational parts of the hierarchy. But you have more than half of the pyramid still up there, which is our our esteem and our relationships and our self-actualization. And the point of doing well with money is to support your higher needs. And we just see also minimalism also is a foundation to reaching those higher needs. Being a good steward of your natural resources uh, so your environment is working with you and not against you, also foundational. And so we're trying to help like align all these foundational things so that we have our physiological needs met and our safety needs met so that we can live lives fuller than just floating through life being fed and fit. You know, like (laughs) we can do more than just go to work, pay bills and die, you know. And it's nice to be able to afford the bills and to eat the food. But like I know many people with successful businesses uh, and I know so many of you listening have side hustles. You want to work for yourself, you know. I know so many people who have reached financial freedom and they are still looking for more and more money doesn't help them. Like it's, it doesn't help once you have that certain, the amount you've decided is enough, not the arbitrary like, oh, you're, you know, after 75,000, you're happy. You don't need more. No, that's arbitrary. What you have decided is enough and then you can focus on these higher callings, passions, et cetera, et cetera. But you got to know what they are first. And that is that, I mean, that has, I never thought of that way Mm -hmm. four years ago. And now it's, it's like all I think about. Well, and I'll say here at this point, a very common question that I get from friends and family about the podcast, those who know me and know that I have a podcast will often say, 
how do you think you can come up with more content? You guys have already been doing it for how long? Four years. <laughs> and and you're thinking yeah. about continuing? Like, how, how are you going to keep coming up with stuff to talk about? And I mean, first of all, we can just talk about the same thing over and over again because the message of freedom and budgeting never gets old. But it's this. It's this aspect of the integrated self, the ways that frugality touches on so many aspects of life that we're not pinned down to one thing. We're not pinned down to only talking about debt freedom. That's a part of it, but we can integrate this to so many things that, yeah, we're still going. Yeah, we're four years in and you can just keep expecting more content from us because it's a big wide world mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Which yes. also leads to our final point, and probably one of the ones that I'm most excited about, is the reality that frug- That's my, my favorite frugality can follow us. It is not just about one set stage of life. We can be in any part of our financial journey, life journey, and integrate the principles of frugality. It is not for a particular life stage or a particular amount of income. Its tenants can be implemented by anybody to see amazing fruit in your lives. Yeah. And frugality is for like me, it doesn't just follow you as a person. It is for everybody. I get so, I mean, still to this day, people are like, oh, I couldn't be frugal. I'm not very frugal. I don't like frugality. Like somebody said the other day, it's like, what about for people when they move beyond frugality? I was like, you don't move <laughs> no beyond God. frugality. That's the point. <laughs> That's the point. Yes, I love it's it. It's that it follows you. It forms with you. It is... Uh, like can be a core value that you bring with you, whether you are trying, whether you are at the beginning of your journey and you are cutting costs because you don't have time to make more money, or you're at the point of life where you're focused on building a business or or becoming like uh, promoted and you're focusing more on being intentional and being frugal with your time. And or, you know, whether you're beyond that stuff and you're just trying to be frugal with the in- environment and your, your physical yeah. stuff and, and you don't even care about money or time. Like it is so moldable and it is a lifestyle that if everyone was frugal, like it would solve so many of the world's problems. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is how this is how extreme we are about frugality. But there is so much freedom and excitement in this for me that I I'm I don't have to grow out of this. I can, regardless of where I'm at in life, how much money I'm making, I can still be a frugal friend. I can still be your frugal friend. I can still have frugal mm-hmm. friends. They're still belonging for me in this community. And to give a really real-time example, and here you go, Jen. I know you love vulnerability. We're not even in the lightning round yet, but I'll be so specific with you all <laughs> because I have had that concern like, oh, man, what about if I make more money? Can I still do this podcast? Can I still talk to people who might still not be making everything that they want to be making out of their salaries or seeing what they want in their finances. And I'm glad to realize that the answer is yes, because frugality is for everyone and can follow us. But in the last four years, if I just look at my life since we started the podcast, I have gone from house sitting for somebody to living in an RV to purchasing a home in Florida. And the tenants of frugality are still relevant for for me. I will also say, I'll get even more transparent with you all. In the last four years, Eric and I, that's my husband, have gone from making below the poverty line combined income to making combined income of into the six figures in the last four years. And the tenets of frugality still apply to me. And if I can even be so bold as to say, I think a lot of the tenets of frugality have allowed us to move to that place. But it doesn't mean that now we're living a super frivolous, unintentional, lacking wisdom life as a result of that. So freedom, 
community, integrated self, and to be in a frugal friend for an entire lifetime. Oh my gosh, I have chills because I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, y- you are like, you are the ex- prime example of a frugal friend. Like when we started this, you were not super interested in personal finance. You just liked thrifting and, <laughs> and yeah, like not spending a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> and to now I had that down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and the transformation that you have made in 4 years is is the transformation we hope everyone makes in 4 years of listening to frugal friends. Like wherever you think you are now, like knowing there's so much more that you can do and be and that you're probably being your own bottleneck and your own limit to becoming those things. I mean, when we started, I've almost like I've almost done a, like a reverse. So when we started this, I was very much like I had just started a full-time um, personal finance writing job and I had increased my income and I had side businesses that were also bringing in income and I had you know then I started a podcast on top of that that was bringing in no income and I was a workaholic and i really found my value in achievement and doing and i thought cuz for so much of my life up until that point it really had been like my value to other people who didn't know me was really in how much they saw me accomplish that's those are the words of affirmation they would give to me and that is what stuck with me and so even into adulthood i still kept trying to do that and over the last 4 years I've realized what enough is and that I am allowed to do less, to earn less, and it does not make me less because I choose to do that. Uh, And it's one of the reasons I stopped doing all those other businesses and now I just just podcast. And it makes a smidge more money than it did when we started, a smidge more. Uh, But I mean, it's is my my worth is no longer tied to being one of those instagrammers that say oh i had a five figure month oh i had uh you know i made multiple six figures this year or i'm you know i have this many people like buying my course or membership like like those were all things that i saw and thought i needed to do like follow suit in doing and be learning to be a good steward of my time and uh, my energy resources, my emotional resources, I think having the seizures, I had a seizure back when I was pregnant in 2019 and one um, in the summer of 2020, put that, it was really the one in the summer of 2020 that put it into like real perspective is that I am not promised tomorrow. And one seizure in at the wrong place at the wrong time could end everything for me. And what's the legacy that I want to leave behind? Is it cash in the bank? Or is it is it doing something I love with someone I love and and just doing that to the fullest, no matter what it makes? Because I've I've created the financial freedom to be able to live that life. That's an again, an important foundation is is that I put the hard work in, but then I said, okay, now I have enough. Mm. Now I can do these things that bring me life. Mm. Beautiful, Jen. So much love for you. So much love for this community. How amazing to reflect back and then hope for more. So imagine what what we could be looking back on in another four years from now. And I hope for all of our community members too, that this can be the case. And speaking of something that can follow us, it never gets old. We've kept it It since day one. The The Bill of the the Week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. 
Hi, Jen and Jill. I have a bill of the week I think you're really going to enjoy. I got talked into a sales pitched massage membership at a chain salon over a year ago. And as much as I really love the massages, it got to be too much for my budget when they raised prices. So sadly, I had to cancel. At my final appointment, I found out that my favorite masseuse is also a teacher at the local massage therapy school, and I could schedule there at a much discounted rate. So that is a bill I am glad to be paying again at a lower rate. And guess what my masseuse's name is? It's Bill. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We're just dancing that over like here. A, like Bill. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I actually, so we have a massage school near us too that offers very affordable, good massages. So that is something like there are quite a few massage schools and not enough people know that you can get a good massage there. Uh, it's the same with any school. We talk about this all the time. So teeth cleaning, barber shops. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go with this quaff there, but Travis goes all the time. Like, yes, it is such a good way to save money, especially like if it's something that you you want but isn't highest in your values to compromise with students at schools. And you left us with the zinger because you know us and you know what we love. We love those Bill tips and we love those people named Bill. I could not ask for a better gift than a frugal tip of saving on your massages and the fact that your masseuse's name is Bill. I'm elated over here. What a great celebration. What a great four-year absolute treasure of a gift. Absolutely. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for being the best masseuse teacher out there. Amen. Amen. If you want to submit your bill of the week to us, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill to leave us yours. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners, and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. Oracle.com strategic. And now it's time for the lightning round. The lightning round. So today on the lightning round, we are sharing a few reviews from people who have said we have changed their life. And this is more for us than it is for you. 
if we're being completely honest. But we do get a lot of feedback from people who are so excited. Like, they read my review. So this is also a shout out. But yeah, also, this is so great to hear all of these all of these pieces of reality for many of you and how the podcast has helped. And so when we typically do vulnerability during the lightning round, this is all of you being vulnerable in your reviews. So thank you. So this Mm -hmm. first one, as we give examples of people who have really amazing feedback for this podcast, it helps us to reflect and celebrate. But we are also celebrating with you because some of you have some really incredible stories to share about what this community has provided. So this first one comes from, okay, she, Jen, Doodle, Dad, Bijo, Deniso. Okay, I tried. You know who you are. <laughs> Happens to be five I that stars. One to you. Yeah, <laughs> changed my life is the title. You know we're gonna read that one. This is the podcast I didn't know I needed. I liked the idea of Dave Ramsey, but being that I am human, those ideals were admittedly hard to pull off. I needed the happy medium outlook. Now I'm a work in progress and I'm loving it. Doesn't mean labeling myself a failure if I spend money, but surprisingly, this more lax look on life has made me much less likely to splurge unnecessarily. My family is living a more affordable and eco-friendly life that's fueled by common sense, and the love for healthy living. Thank you, ladies, for helping to improve the mindset of my entire household. God bless. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Shijena Dada Joda Ninos. We are so pleased <laughs> yes. to be a part of I, uh, I love this. I, uh, I definitely feel the yo-yo dieting in finance, and which is why we try to be in the happy medium, the radical middle, is to keep people from doing that like yo-yo diet with their budget. So it's super gratifying to hear that when you're trying to do something that it's really like getting through. So our next one is from Bonjour, it's me, Charlotte. And I'm so sorry that I did that accent. But it's, it's five stars. Uh, she says, Jen and Jill are frugal queens. I've been listening to Jen and Jill for over a year and should have posted this review a long time ago as a grad student on limited income. The golden nuggets of information in this podcast have been life-changing over the past year. Also, most of my real-life frugal friends are men, so it's been a breath of fresh air to feel like I have frugal lady friends by listening to this podcast. Bravo, ladies, and thank you for all the hard work that goes into making this podcast. You're welcome, Charlotte. This is I and and so this comes back to being a woman in podcasting, too. It is our one of our goals with this podcast is to be uh to elevate other women, is to lift other female voices up in the industry that we are in. So in finance, in sustainability, in minimalism. You you will hear some men on the show, but it is they are few and far between. Because we really like it is important to us to elevate, to lift other women up to where we are in podcasting. Um, And so we want you to have more frugal lady friends through the interviews we do on the show because we think it's so important. Uh, Because, yeah, a lot of finance people are in those voices are male. A lot of like frugal people in real life tend to be male. They tend to be more proud of being frugal than women are. And we are pushing back on that intentionally. Thanks, Charlotte. This next one comes from Rebecca Koval, a long time coming, dot, dot, dot. That's the title. It's five stars. I've been listening to the Frugal Friends podcast for over a year now. In that time, I've learned myriad tips and tricks to save money and spend intentionally, and I've delved into topics I didn't immediately associate with frugal living, like developing a minimalist capsule wardrobe and regifting with purpose. When I start an episode with these women, I know I'm in capable and kind hands. 
Every insight is delivered with the compassion only experience can teach you, and I never feel like an idiot when it's clear I've made some huge mistakes. Instead of feeling defeated at the end of the show, I am energized and ready to take on my financial challenges. Thank you, Jen and Jill. You've changed my life in some of the best ways possible. Wow, Rebecca Koval, this is really amazing. I'm so thrilled to hear the specific ways that you've enjoyed the show and some of the tips that you've taken away. And yes, to your point, there's so much we can talk about as it relates to frugal living, and it does touch on so many areas of our personhood and lifestyles. And my goodness, this theme of changed lives is like really uh, humbling and Mm -hmm. sobering for me. And I know that there's other aspects to that. And there's intentionality that you all who are writing these reviews are putting in. You are doing the work, but what a privilege and honor to be entrusted with your time, whatever time you choose to give to listening to this. And for the, the ability to be a small part of some of the positive changes you all are making. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this last one uh, is from Carabelle 90. Uh, She says, you are truly my frugal friends. This podcast and its wide range of topics is so encouraging. With each episode, I feel equipped and empowered to make realistic changes and have seen real results in my bank account over the last year. We even paid cash for this semester of my husband's graduate program in large part due to things I've implemented from this podcast. I love you, frugal friends. And I I wanted to end with this one because we love you too. You are the fuel to our fire that keeps us doing this podcast. I mean, we were just saying before we started recording, I was like, I love, you know, doing business things with you, Jill, but I'd rather just like hang out with you. And so if we didn't have like stuff like this, I think we probably would just hang out uh, (laughs) instead instead of like recording shows and stuff. But yeah, you are our frugal friends as well. And the reason that, you know, in 2022, we are focusing so heavily into community and community building and really forming everything we do from here on out around intentional community Mm. for this journey, for this journey, financial journey and everything that your finances touch. Amen and amen. And what an amazing opportunity this journey has been. And here's to four more and more years of this frugal living, frugal friendship, frugal community. (laughs) Yeah. Four more years and then some. So, so thrilled to be in your ears for these past four years. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for the kind reviews like the ones we just read and keep doing that. We want to thank you for sharing the show with your friends, with your family, posting on social media. We, whenever you see, whenever you uh, tag us on social media, we still do enter uh, you into that drawing for the $50 to spend in the Frugal Friends shop. So keep leaving us reviews like the ones you just heard, and we'll keep reading them and we'll keep giving you as many gifts as we can to thank you. Mm, Yes. And so when you leave a review after listening to the podcast, send the screenshot of that review to reviews at frugalfriendspodcast.com. Also tag us on social. All of the ways will enter you into that drawing. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jen, I feel so encouraged and empowered for the rest of my day after this episode and reading these reviews and looking back and reflecting and seeing, gosh, yeah, what this has meant, what we've built, how it's impacted us and others. What a beautiful thing. It's so good to reflect. Yeah, we as, I mean, we all need relationships, but I think females having powerful female relationships like we have. I think it is, it's not like you need it to survive, 
but it just 10Xs everything you do. It 10Xs your progress to your goals. It 10Xs the goals that you make for yourself. It 10Xs your capacity to reach those goals and more. And it 10Xs like the fulfillment you feel on the journey because the journey really is all we have. The journey is so much longer than the destination. And if we're not investing in the journey, we really miss out on so much of our lives. And I think our relationship has really shown us how important and how elevating it can be for all women to have these types of relationships. Yeah. Agreed. So grateful to still be friends with you, Jen, and still be living that frugal friendship Mm -hmm. even off the podcast. So I'll see you tonight for our BYO pizza dinner. I'll see you tonight. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.